What do you think the most difficult part of, of our friendship? Just you in general. <laughs> DeLorean. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. DeLorean? Oh, no, I, I, I couldn't remember the name, but it was close. Fuck off. This is Billy and James. Where there's limitless bullshit on life, lessons, and growing up in our 30s. Listen along as we laugh at all our traumas. I mean, it's funny, but they're true. The main points on this episode for boys and girls is, you know, society's standards of your friendships that are co-ed, the reasons behind those, and then the effects it's had on us. You know, I have had quite a few guy friends in my life, and, and a lot of that has ended with me being really hurt. Same, I've, some of my closest relationships have been with women, and so far, all of those but you have ended in, in pain as well. Do you think that us being in our 30s and having a different mindset has, has made this easier for us? Like, because I have one other guy friend that I met right before my breakup, so 27 I was, and I was definitely not the person I am now, and there's never been any anything beyond that for me. I don't think there's been anything beyond that for him, but a lot of the times that I've had guy friends, it's it's been younger. So maybe it's a societal standard, but also maturity a level. maturity level, I think. Yeah, I think that's a big deal for it. Could definitely be, yeah. Hopefully. I, mean, I don't know how mature we are, but I, you know. Right. <laughs> I think, you know, with society standards, like when you're younger and you're trying at a friendship with a guy, you know, you have hormones, right? right? You've got bad decisions. But even beyond that, I mean, kids in elementary school, when does that start? Because I remember being in kindergarten, I had a guy friend and we got married. Like we were playing house, but we got married. Is it taught? Is it society standard? Is it hormonal? I mean, like what, what makes a female and a male friendship so hard? Yeah, as kids you see, especially young kids, your normal for adults is your parents and maybe their friends. Your mom and dad at the time, if they're married... That's what you're going to base your your friendships on. I never um, thought about that. It's what they take as the norm. I don't know. It's not something that I think is actively taught, but it's definitely reinforced as kids grow up. I mean, you, how many times is that six year old had grandma and grandpa come over and they're like, "You say you have any a girlfriend in kindergarten?" And yeah, it's like. Nah, bro. They're just friends. Like, right. Yeah, it's like implanted. Yeah. It's, yeah. It starts... Subconsciously it starts, by yeah. watching and then... Yeah, no, yeah. I could see that. It's a learned behavior, sure. It's not an actively taught one. Uh, I know with my kids, like my daughter's birthday is coming up. She is not yet a teenager. No, uh, but she's rad. She's hella rad. Cooler than I was at, at her age, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so for her birthday, she wants to do... A escape room and a sleepover. Two of her friends she wants for the sleepover are boys. Personally, at that age, I'm okay with it. If they were 16 years old, def- definitely story. a different story because that's teen years and hormones and all those other things. But I think it's, especially at the age she's at, I feel if they're able to maintain these friendships, it's something that should be reinforced as opposed to what they've learned from that young age. Same kind of thing mm-hmm. with uh, my daughter M and it's like I want to I want to reinforce that I want to I want to help her know it's okay. My daughter M wanted to go spend the night with Ty and his friends at their house. Ty's friends invited her. I talked to her their mom about it and she's like, "You know, she can't sleep in their room." And you know, I agree with that. She's like, 
I don't want her to feel like she's separated. So everybody has to sleep in the living room. She can't be at home with the boys alone, which I fully agree with. So it's like this weird, I want to teach her how to do it right and be healthy about it and not put it down. I don't want her to think she can't do it. But there's that issue. You just made the comment, well, if they're 16, it's a no. The standard I feel like is if you can get pregnant, then it can't happen. But other things happen before people get pregnant. Yeah. So it's like trying to find that balance of letting them be children and just enjoying another person and not because of their sex and I, then being safe and healthy about it. I didn't miss it throw 16 out as pregnancy scare thing. Just that age when I remember being 16 and being hormone driven and all that stuff. So it might not be pregnancy, but it's still sexual. Yes. Like at that age, there's a, the sexual separation we, as parents, we have to have. But then how do we teach them that you can have friendship like ours? Well, there's the, the rub, too, because you and I think that you can have that kind of friendship, but that's going against that societal norm. So, yes, I'm okay with, with her having the, the boys sleep over. And if she was a little bit older and wanted to have that, that boy sleep over, then it's more, I don't know. It's, it's a rough, it's a rough it call. Is a rough, it is a rough call. I know that I'm raising my children that these kinds of friendships are okay. I can't I can't trust that little Johnny's parents are raising him the same way. Maybe Johnny's dad is a super misogynist. No idea. So it's definitely more than just a sexual fear. It's how she's, she's going to be learn. treated, what she's going to learn. Especially at this age, how it's going to affect her long term, because it is such a malleable point in her life. You know, I totally agree. And I think a lot of my thought process before doing the podcast when we were discussing the episode was society standards. I mean, it is society's kind of standard or society's, you know, dictation. But how do I say that? So like society standard is you need to have a nice house. You have to clean your house every day. Right. Like there's that kind of a standard but there's no real basis behind it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is something where there is a societal standard and there is evidence of why the standard is here. Yeah. So like, it's not just society being crappy that, you know, boys and girls have a hard time being friends. I have always had guy friends and it's always been tough. And I never thought about it in that way that, you know, I want my daughter to know you, you can play basketball with the boys. You can have friends and come to your mm-hmm. birthday parties. But even at her age, uh, she just turned nine. And I'm like, well, I feel like she's too old to sleep in the same room with guys by herself. It's not at all because I think she's going to get up and go do something with them. She shouldn't. But being around boys who have no control. And I don't think they're going to jump on her. But like making comments, things like that. But then at the same time, I'm like, why? It's a really hard balance. Maybe it's not so much a society standard is just a very intermingled emotional, hormonal. How does this work? That's a tough one. Before this episode... I never thought of it. Like, what a tough what a tough thing being a friend with a guy was when you're that age. Yeah. And especially knowing just how mean kids can be to each other without knowing the effect, long-term effect of what they say. Right. You know, I'm raising a girl. I'm raising a boy. And I think that, you know, the standards that we teach our children are, I wouldn't say that they're not normal. We just don't see it as often. Yeah. But there's a whole world out there. So I wouldn't say it's not normal. I know we both raise our kids in, in a standard of kind of openness. Yeah. We don't put a lot of judgment or dictation down when it comes to their thought process of other things. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about it as is just difficult in general. It's difficult for, for us as parents. Like, yeah, you can have a voice from the night. It's got to be difficult because as a girl, I know for me, having been friends with guys trying or tried to be friends with guys all my life, 
even at that age, there's still a, there's still a thing, right? Like, you know, my daughter wanting to go spend the night. I'm like, well, you, you can't. And then it was like, you know what? Yes, you can. But there's these rules. She ended up not going. It just didn't work out that night. But it's put into their head. It's, you know, maybe this isn't right. Or you got to be very careful. But you're right. You've got you've to be careful of what those guys are going to say to your daughter and what she's going to feel or learn from it. You've got to be careful of, of how she's going to act around them. Because she doesn't know what she's doing. And you don't know. It's such a malleable time. And I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. We've talked about this before, previous to the episode. I think what we have in a friendship is rare. Oh, yeah. There's no sexual feelings. There's no romance. But mm -hmm. it never feels like more than friends. No, I can, I can tell you I love you. And it's 100% true. But it's not, I love you because you're my best friend. That's 100% platonic, non-romantic. Right. My son Ty's got, you know, all guy friends. Every mm -hmm. girlfriend that my son Ty has, I like her. She's pretty. So maybe it's not so much society. Maybe it is hormones. Yeah. And then as you get older... People make bad decisions when they have co-ed friendships, and, mm -hmm. and that's where the, the society standard comes from. But I think I was talking to my other friend, Miles. I was with my guy. I was like, all right, love you, bye. And my son lost his shit. He was like, you told him you love him. He just kind of freaked out about it. Me and you were going to go out one night, and my guy was going to stay with the kids, and I was like, all right, babe, well, I'm going to go out with James. And my son was upset. He was so stuck on the fact that I would go out with another man and that I would cheat or, or you would try and kiss me. Like, what if he tries to kiss you, mom? And I'm like, dude, Ty, buddy, it's not like that. And my guy doesn't have a problem with it. I mean, you and him have the D&D &D thing without me. Yeah. You guys have your own little thing going on. Like, you're not as close, but like, you guys get your own little friendship going on. In his little mind, I mean, it was it was not okay. Now I've got to the point where it is what it is. Mom's got Miles, I've got you. My buddy, um, Jason, from back when I was eight years old. Right? I don't know if it's so much society standards. I mean, it may not be society standards, but it's definitely reinforced in society. I agree. I mean, it's like when you and I went over to your, your friend's house. Oh, uh, when, uh, when my guy was gone? Yeah. And, like, it didn't bother me, but it was a cold reception. It was, yeah, he was icy. My, my yeah. buddy's husband was icy. I think that, in general, we haven't been friends super long, but in general, I think he's the kind of person where if he doesn't like you, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't outwardly pretend like he does, but he's not an asshole. But it wasn't even like that. It was just ice. Like, there was no judgment on you. Like, he wasn't like, I don't like him as a person. You were with me, and my guy wasn't there, and that was just not okay in his mind. No, and I, I warned you, you know, that that may be the case. No, we set up a little, you know, safe word to get out of there. And... If you were One of the reasons I, I love you as a friend and, and why we're so close is you didn't, you weren't like, I'm disrespected. Yeah, no, he didn't bother me. I wouldn't say I feel disrespected by his response. You're my best mm -hmm. friend. If there's a spectrum of people in my life, you're way up here. I don't think he thought, oh, you know, Billy's going to go home and James and I are going to do something. His response was that that was what's going to happen. So it might not have been me personally, like, oh, I know she's a hoe. But what his thought process on that was very much made it feel that way. It's kind of shitty. And then not only that, but for me to bring a friend around and, and for him to be so icy. I mean, honestly, I wish I could go back and, we could, and I would have said, let's go. I know you didn't have a problem with it, but I should have had a problem with it. And I'm sorry I didn't because... Mm -hmm. You know, I was just stoked that you were out with me and my mm. other friends. We were together. You know, I was just stoked about doing that. Yeah. I apologize, man. I, I really should have not allowed that kind of behavior. I'm not tripping. I know you're not. I'll go cry about it later. Uh, yes, you will. <laughs> I think that it's just in our society, sex is just such a driving factor that people can't really see a relationship without it. Uh, at least a co-ed relationship without it. It's so beyond the norm that there's got to be something else going on. 
I mean, even as a kid, you said the mother and the father. I mean, how they see a relationship Mm -hmm. is romantically. Right. And then, I mean, you look at it like there's a whole nature versus nurture argument. Nurture is that they see their mom and dad, but the nature is that, well, you procreate to keep the species going. And how much of one affects the other. But there is that factor as well. Totally agree with that. And you said earlier, made me think about the fact that, like, because you have, let's say, your mom and your dad, they're your primary people, the adults. And then that coupling. I feel like you see more relationships romantically than you do non-romantically at that age. Because you're not focused on the other stuff. And then you have your brother. And that's not at all romantic-based. You know, for me, I always looked at my guy friends in a brotherly fashion. Like, I want Mm -hmm. him to be like my brother. But there were times where, you know, I fell in love with my best friend. And I was destroyed by it. You know, I had a best friend in high school, uh, Max. We'll call him Max. And I loved him. And it wasn't in love at first at all, by any means. I don't know when it changed. And I honestly didn't even realize it changed until I was talking to the friend's house we went to, that husband. Mm -hmm. Me and him were having a conversation, and he knows Max. And I said, you know, it's funny, you know, we used to be best friends. He was the number one person in my life for a really long time. This was the person who knew how bad my life was. I mean, we spoke every day after school. His girlfriend was my best friend and my boyfriend was his best friend. And they would get mad because we'd get home and the first people we called was each other. I was close with his family. Me and his mom are still really close. Mm-hmm. One day, it just was done. He came to school. He threw like a Christmas gift at me. And I was like, what was that? And it's kind of startled by his behavior because there was no precursor to this. There was no conversation of we can't be friends anymore or whatever. He was like, my mom said I'd give this to you. And then he literally spent the next six months of high school calling me whore. My boyfriend broke up with me a couple weeks later. Um, well, I wouldn't say weeks because that was December. We broke up the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, that's just rude. We'll get into my ex-relationship <laughs> later. This was this person that, I mean, he knew everything. My life was horrible in high school. I mean, my home life was just trauma and he knew everything and he just decided I was done. I was, I was broken. I was so messed up about it. He would follow me down the the hall calling me names. And I mean, it was literally like a light switch to me. It went from, this is my best friend. This is the person I share everything with to, I hate you. And it maybe maybe there's people that meaner to me, but he mattered. So to hear him say, you know, you're a whore, you're stupid, you're ugly, whatever, it was just trauma. And, and I found out later his girlfriend, who was my best friend at the time, said, you know, it's either her or me. And he chose her, and I was like, all right. There's better ways to make that choice, though. I mean, there is. We were 15. Yeah, I mean, it's just being mean on top of it, though. And it wasn't a mild amount of mean. This was gut-wrenchingly horrible. And later on in life, he kind of popped back up. I got a message on my phone, and it was him. He's like, hey, it's Max. I was instantly elated. I went over the next day with my friend and some um, mutual friends, and we all hung out. And I was like, hey, let's chat. And he was like, all right. And I sat there, and I said, dude, you can't ever do that to me again. Like, I love you. You can't ever do that to me again. And I remember specifically saying, it has to be Uncle Max and Aunt Billy. You can't do that to me ever again. I think we stayed friends for about a year after that, maybe a little longer. He was back to be my best friend. And I had talked him into talking to this other girl because he had just broken up with the girl from high school, which, oh, look at Benny's back. Funny how that works. Right? And I said, you know, leave her alone. Go, go see that girl. They got married, I don't know, maybe six months, but it was, it was very soon. He called me on his wedding day, and that was the last time we were talking. It wasn't mean this time. I realized later, like I was saying, I was talking to my friend's husband, and he was, man, you were in love with him. And I was like, no, I wasn't. And he was like, yeah, you were. That was your first heartbreak. And it hit me full force that night. 
holy crap, I had at some point in time fallen in love with him. And I honestly still don't know if I was in love with him or if I just loved him and didn't know how to love him. You know what I mean? Like, I really yeah. don't know. Because I can't, I can't honestly say I was in love with Max. But I can't honestly say I wasn't. I don't think I'll ever get validation for the fact that he cared or loved for me at the same time, even if it wasn't in love. And I don't think I'll ever get an apology. No, you won't. So to this day, I'm still friends with his family. I used to babysit his niece. I still go to his mom's house. We still hang out. I t you know, I chat with his dad when I'm over there. His dad helped me learn how to tie a fishing reel. And I think the point of that story was, you know, you have society fighting you. And then you have learned pain. I wonder how much of him, of his cruelty in, like, the high school halls was, like, peacocking. Like, if she, she, she gave him this ultimatum, right, that she had to pick your guys' friendship or his relationship with her. I wonder how much of that was him trying to prove to her that the friendship was over. Not like it, it matters and it's not like we'll ever find out. I mean, it does um, matter in the way of forgiveness and in letting go of the pain. Yeah. I think, that's, I, mean, I think that stuff very much matters in healing. Why do they do it? I mean, it doesn't mean it hurt less. No, it, it's definitely not going to hurt less. I think it's very important to acknowledge that there are some relationships built in those ages that are very, very important. Oh, for sure. And so, like, I, you know, it's funny because I can laugh about the, the just ridiculously stupid shit that my first boyfriend ever did, you mm -hmm. know, breaking up with me on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Super shitty. But that person, I mean, there's still pain behind it for me. I, I wasn't trying to, to downplay the no, 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 no. I didn't take that. Okay. I just wanted to make the, the point that those things matter, but then that's learned behavior. So now I've learned at that young age that if you're friends with guys, you better be prepared to get hurt. And then to realize whether it was love or friendship, something I've realized currently in the conversation we're having is it's not a, a flat line society says guys can't be friends with girls and girls can't be friends with guys. There is a realm of emotional responsibility and mm -hmm. maturity you have to have before you can make that genuinely work. Like, you can't sleep with someone and then be <laughs> best friends with them. I don't think you can't be good friends with them. It's having the emotional maturity to be able to handle a friendship that's not sex. Using that emotional maturity, I think that if, if you are able to have that ma emotional maturity, I don't think friends with benefits could ever be best friends, but I still think that if you... Somebody you've slept with could be a best friend. I don't think that immediately takes it off the table. Um, no, it would be I work. Think it, I think it'd be work. It would definitely be work. And you, it would be work going into future relationships and having that history there. It is. I think it is possible. I don't know how likely it is. Well, I think there has to be a... It has to be like a true friends with benefits. Like the separation of, yeah, we have sex, that's one thing, and then we have a friendship. It's not cuddling on the couch. Right. Yeah, two, two different things. And I think, I don't know. I guess we'll come back to that if, if I mean, I, I guess I'm ever in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are single and on Tinder, so. Right. Um, well, I know that you've been, been have been hurt, hurt by friends. I mean, the, the, the friend Holly that you had when we met. Yeah. She, uh, she was, uh, my best friend for a while. Um, How long were you guys friends? Oh, God. I would say probably 
two to three years. That's a long time. At, that's, a, that's a pretty long time at our age for I mean, a co-ed relationship. And we weren't super close friends right off right off the... And, um, yeah, no, she, she and I opened up about a lot of stuff. I, there was some, some troubles in my life that I knew I could go to her for help with. Definitely somebody I would cons- I would say that I had that same platonic, non-romantic love for. Uh, and then she moved to, you know, better opportunity out of the state, which I get. And we still talk once in a while. And I always thought that no matter what, we would have each other's back, even if we didn't talk for a while. But about, I don't know, a couple weeks after my wife and I separated, I reached out trying to get some sort of some sort of connection right. again since that I was living on my own for the first time in, in 13, 14 years. Um, you know, it's a big shocker. I was trying to get as many old connections as I could. Well, Some you go to were, the people that you know you can be hurt in front of. Right. I didn't go into it a lot, but over the last year and a half, like there's been two major deaths and the separation. I kind of were doing that, that, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey kind of having a rough time, told her about the deaths and my separation. And the response was essentially like, man, that sucks. And it's kind of radio silence since then. I, I There might have been a few things back and forth at the time, but since that day, there's been nothing. Right. And it's this person who I was super close with, just no, not you guys were, even yeah. caring about... All the all the shit that's been going on over the last year and a half for me. Yeah, your deaths weren't minute. I mean, they, like you said, major, but they were major, major deaths. Like they were, you know, top five deaths. Yeah, and uh, they were they were rough. It's definitely been a lot of a lot of bottom or a lot of time at the bottom lately, which I'm I'm definitely getting out of. I think things are oh, going for really sure, well. For sure, for um, sure, coming out. Honestly, but, I don't think you were down as long as you feel like you were. I really don't. No, it's when you're when you're there. Def, time is definitely moving a lot slower. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's always faster once you pick yourself back up, I guess. But yeah, having that that connection just gone was kind of kind of shitty. Yeah, but I feel like there's a deeper kind of connection when a female and a male open up to each other, whether it's in a relationship or friendship wise. So I feel like it hurts more. It definitely could be uh, that deeper connection. I know my closest friendships have all been with with women, and it's always been my my guy friendships that have always felt more superficial. I don't know enough about you know psychology to know if that's just how normal it is or or, or what. But I do agree that there is that that deeper connection between the the two once they've opened up. Have you had guys just super super connected with you at all? I mean. Or has it always just been more of a connection with the females? It's always been more of a connection with women. Even, even... You mean so, they're not the first? Shut up. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh. God, we haven't really been, been laughing much this time. I know, this wasn't supposed to be that hardcore. No, we're supposed to be a lot funnier. I mean, we'll get there. I mean, they're going to listen to it all. <laughs> it is what it is. Right. What was I saying? No, growing up... You know, growing up as a kid, going into high school, all of my friends were guys. In high school, we were the group of, of metalheads, and the only girl there was my friend's girlfriend. And it wasn't until 
uh, like senior year and after that, I started forming friendships with, with women. But even at those points when all my friends were guys, it just it wasn't nearly as deep as it has been with uh, my friendships with women since. And I know there was a long time, and even still a lot today, I don't put a whole lot of effort into making friends or even maintaining friendships, which I've tried. You're working on it. Yeah, I've tried to go back and pick up some of the ones I let fall by the wayside. So I know a lot of that is on me for not letting these relationships get to a deeper level. It's just, it's never been, they've never really been at that point. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I don't, I wouldn't say like you're a sensitive guy because you're not a sensitive guy. Um, oh, you're going to make me cry. I, you know, I try. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say you're a sensitive guy, but being somebody who I think is very close, I think I'm actually very proud of the fact that you've let me in. I think that I could see you being closer to girls because you don't subscribe to things. Like you don't subscribe to what's cool and what's not. That's because I am cool. You, you are cool. <laughs> um, but I could see that like, you know, you being able to talk more. Because you, you, you say you're not a talker and it's a bunch of bullshit. You're just not. You, it is. It's a bunch of bullshit. You're just not. You, like, for I don't know how to explain this any different than I will tell you a story. You will tell me the clips of your story. That's true. I'm, I'm big on, on telling the clip notes version. Of everything. But <laughs> there's the in-between of that is readable in your conversation. Like, you, you mean, so I could see you being, you, you, you know, finding more. Uh, like a friendship with 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 girls, but like, it, do you have, do you have like forgiveness for Holly? Like, I know you don't hate her or anything, but like, it obviously caused you pain. Like, do you think you have forgiveness for her, or do you still have to work towards that? Like, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I feel like while I thought we would always have each other's backs, I, I guess I can understand. Like, we just kind of drifted apart, and it's what happens. I don't. See, I, I guess know, I just I don't, don't hold it against her. I'm somebody who will definitely write somebody off in the heat of the moment, but I don't know. Going back and looking at it, I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't fault her for what's going on. So I guess I yeah. For, I forgive yeah. her. I can't. Yeah, I can't hold it against her. It's just we stop being friends. It is what it is. See, and like I would. I mean, I think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I would assume if something like that happened to me currently. Uh, maybe not with you. I think with you, I'd probably show up at your door and fucking kick your ass. But I think that I, as an adult now, would be like, no, I'm worth more. Like, I might not hold, like, a grudge angry, but I would acknowledge that. Uh, for me, as your friend, personally, I'm like, like, I wouldn't say fuck you to Holly because she's pretty cool. Like, I know that it wasn't intentional, but it still was all of a sudden you just weren't good enough. Or all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, not yeah. good enough, but like all of a sudden you didn't matter when you had mattered before. And, and so as your friend, I'm like, dude, that's fucked up. It is, it was, it was fucked up. And see, I just, I don't know. Maybe I thought the relationship was more than it was. Maybe I never was as, or maybe she wasn't as close to me as I was to her. her. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't, I can't say one way or the, the other. I know how I felt about her, but it is what it is. I mean, I think it sucks either way. I mean, when a friendship, when you have somebody that you you, you, you care for, you rely on, they, you know, you think they rely on you. And then it just, it you know, it ends in, in a way that's, that's, it's not just we grew apart, right? Yeah. Because it was, if it had been like, 
you moved and then, or she moved and then little by little the conversation ceased. That's different. But it's the same concept with Matt. Boom, it was over. And same with Holly. Boom, it was over. It sucks as a friend whether it's a guy or a girl. It just, it's shitty. I think it happens more in co-ed friendships where it's just door shutting. To me, I think it's more painful when that happens in a co-ed relationship. And that doesn't mean that, that somebody doesn't have a story out there where it was the same sex friendship <clears throat> and it was just horribly, just all of a sudden they stopped. And, but yeah. like with a co-ed friendship, I feel like most of the time it's, I got a girlfriend or... That is, yeah, that is a big one. She, right? she did start dating somebody not long after she moved. And who knows? There's always, always out of sight, out of mind. That's a huge thing in friendships. Yeah. People who care make time. It does suck. Yeah, and it... It does suck. I it takes a lot to get me riled up at this point. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. I think at the time there was definitely a lot of there was a lot of hurt over it, but there was so much more overall at the same time. Other other negative emotions going yeah, on right at that moment. That it just kinda got lost in the tide. I think you texted me and you were something like, Yeah, I talked to Holly. You were like, That was shitty. And then we talked a little later that like you knew immediately from that phone call. That yep. everything had changed. Yep. I think you take that chance with any friendship, even if you don't hold the person accountable, right? And I'm not going against Holly. Like she's she's a cool chick. But I feel like it's normal to not hold that person accountable. And I was never that person. I would hold you accountable <laughs> in that moment. And so, I mean, it's just, you know, losing a friend is always hard. And, and it depends on the bond you have. It doesn't matter the sex. I think it's just more difficult with a co-ed friendship. Or that that kind of like, you know, you have a girlfriend that's just a friend, and then you get a girlfriend. And that jealousy factor. The what? jealousy in co-ed is yeah. rough. It doesn't matter if you're girls. When you get into a relationship, there's a point in time where the conversation is not as consistent with your friends. I would lose my shit if you got into a relationship and if all of a sudden it's just nothing, yeah. I will beat the brakes off you. <laughs> like, it has been known. I have said it to you previously. You don't get to yeah. get a girlfriend and stop talking to me. That's not how this fucking works. I'm a little worried about you meeting any future girlfriends. Dude, I'm cool as fuck. Just yeah, don't put you... me in your Tinder pictures. That's a no-go. No. But you you know everything. I do know everything, but I wouldn't... <laughs> I really think that, that you are one of my lifelong friends. Not just because of, you know, I went through my shit, you went through yours, and we, we bonded and become friends. But Yay, who, trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. But who we are as people, I really think you're a lifelong friend, and I wouldn't jeopardize that at all. I also think that um, you're friends with my guy. Why can't I be friends with your girl? Right. Or guy. I mean, whatever you want to do. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, jealousy in a relationship is, is, is difficult, though. I am super lucky that yeah. that is not something I have to deal with. I and, think... Sorry, good. Uh, I was just going to say, I think that's such a big motivator for people to stay away from co-ed relationships too is, is that jealousy factor oh for sure i know that like with my with my ex it was like there was no no way it was unallowed <laughs> it was not accepted if a salesman came up to the door and i let him in the house it was an issue i was not allowed to have a man home while he was not home yeah the jealousy factor i mean even my friend john that i've been friends with since i was eight he always had an issue when I would talk to him. And then I made the mistake of being like, yeah, you know, a couple of years back he told me he loved me. But, he, you know, he was deployed. He was sad. He was lonely. Right. We talked about it. He wasn't. And, I mean, I'm not saying that that wouldn't upset him. But the response to that was so negative. Like, my brother, I remember one time I was talking about it. And my brother was like, you don't have to worry about John. And he was like, he said he loved her. And I was like, seven years ago. 
And he took it back like the same conversation. And my brother was like, oh no, yeah, don't do that. And I'm like, my brother knows this dude. Like we grew up together. Like there's nothing there. You have to respect your partner, but there's a difference between respecting and allowed. Oh, for sure. Being allowed to do it. And that's something I know I've had to adjust to with my guys is I don't need, I don't have to be allowed to go out with you. I remember being like, can I go fuck? Like, right. He's like, that's a you thing. If you want to go, go. Like, that's a you thing. Do what you want to do. Yep. So, you know, definitely I'm lucky. I am lucky. Like, I would hate it if you fell in love with somebody and then they were like, I have a problem with it. And then you have to like, I wouldn't say make a choice. I mean, it is a choice at the end of the day. Yep. Because then you have to choose like, am I hiding the conversations? Am I, like, how do you, you know what I mean, adjust to that? Yeah, no, it's something that I feel going into it, I'd have to be very upfront and be like, this is my best friend. That's not going to change. If you're not okay with it, then this probably won't work. See, and I, feel, I mean, I like, obviously that's a statement and there's more compromise and conversation well, to be had yes, about it. obviously. Um, but it, it just sucks that that's kind of, it's almost expected that if you get into a relationship, that conversation is going to have to be had. And luckily, I was already with my guy. And so we did have a conversation when I met you. Did I ever tell you that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was very minimal. And I was like, so I met this this person at work, James, and I was like, I want to be his friend. And he was like, all right, <laughs> uh, be his friend. And I was like, all right. I will. I'm going to be his friend. And he was like, okay, go be his friend. Like, that's what you want to do, go be his friend. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, I don't remember the exact words. I think there was like, you know, probably a follow-up conversation later. And and it was very minimal. And yeah, I mean, that's that's a whole part of dating <laughs> is is like, obviously it's not a first date conversation, right. but... Like, that's a part of your dating life that yeah. your best friend's a girl. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, I'm, I'm interested. We're going to have to do a follow-up episode. Yeah. Well, if that happens. You'll get a girlfriend. Sorry, when that happens. There you go. It just, let's hope that she enjoys D&D and, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, what's that? What, fuck, we both love this show. Um, DeLorean. The, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. DeLorean? Uh, no, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember the name, but it was close. Fuck off. DeLorean's a car company. I know, I know. From Back to the Future. Okay. Oh, is that a thing? The car in Back to the Future is a DeLorean. I thought it was a truck in Back to the Future. <laughs> I you so you totally thought I was serious. I don't think we're going to be friends anymore. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably a legitimate thing. But yeah, I mean, like, that's... My hand's shaking. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. Yeah, I'm no. not dumb. I just have my priorities. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, I definitely think that's... <laughs> You're going to have to find someone pretty chill. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it'll definitely be an adjustment to our friendship, but I'm not overly stressed about it. Yeah. I just would hate it if that's how it ended up. Like, yeah. It was like, oh, I'm cool with it. Because people do that too shit too. They lie. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. And then like, you know, two years in, I'm not cool with it. That's happened to me before. I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get there. I feel like that's your life motto. I mean, yeah. What's the phrase? Don't count your eggs before they're... Bl- no. Don't, ca- don't count your eggs before they hatch? Yeah. That one. Which is funny because um, shouldn't you count your eggs while they're eggs? I think the idea is that I get what to you're... know how many chickens are gonna you're going to hatch. hatch. Yeah. yeah, no, but I just think it's funny. Don't count your eggs before they hatch. Well, then why are you counting eggs? Why aren't you <laughs> counting chickens? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... Anyway. So, I mean, I think the main point of this, this lesson is... is one, for me, like, I never thought about the fact that there's an emotional maturity that has... The emotional maturity... Yeah. That has to, to be had in order to have that kind of a friendship. So the lesson here is that co-ed relationships, co-ed friendships are possible, but hella difficult. 
<laughs> what do you think? What do you think the most difficult part of of our friendship has been? Just you in general. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the biggest lesson you've learned with a co-ed relationship? Just you in general. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest lesson is. Honestly, I think the biggest lesson is the fact that it's it's possible to have that without those ulterior motives. Because, I mean, it's it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. It's growing up, uh, or especially in, like, high school years. There's that, that driving force of being more than friends. Yeah. And so now as, as an adult and slightly more mature, <laughs> um, that, that friendship is possible. Yeah. Um, it's just really eye-opening, to, you know, the thought process of, of how difficult it is, whereas I've I've always known that it was difficult, but I guess mm. I just didn't see it in the same way. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's a ton of other people who have been super hurt by friendships or, or by, by co-ed friendships or made the wrong decision, right? Oh, like definitely. overstepped that boundary because there's yep. confusion or lost a friend because they changed. I mean, it's really just, it's, it's, it is a difficult, it's a difficult road. Right. I mean, there's, there's always that whole BS about, about the friend zone, like. Oh, I got put in the friend zone. Well, there's also the other side of it too. Like, oh, he only wanted to be friends with her to try and sleep with her. Right. Like, uh, the whole thing is just shitty. Um, I think the biggest thing is is the uh, being honest with yourself. Like the the Max thing. Like up until I had that conversation, I really never realized how heartbroken I had been over it. I knew I was upset. I knew it was hurt. Honestly, I feel like that conversation has helped me kind of knock down some walls with our friendship. Yeah. I think being honest with yourself in that. Am I leading this person on? Are the conversations, you know, getting in a different position? Does he want something? Because, I mean, 90% of the time when you've been friend zone, the girl knows she's friend zoning you and she's just using you. Or vice versa. Right. You know that he wants more than just friends. Or you're using, you know you're using him because he wants more than just friends, right? And so I think, yeah, it's just a difficult difficult situation and trying to parent so that you, we teach our kids the, the right way to handle that situation and figure it out is kind of rough. And we can, well, and we can only hope that we're teaching them the the right way to know. We are totally situations. screwing up our kids. I just want you to know that both of us. We're just destroying. We're just we're, we're I mean, that's that's parenting. It's fair. Yeah. Parenting is the level of how little you can screw up your children. Right? No, I agree. I, I feel like we're doing all right though. Honestly, I feel like we're doing okay. I think we're I think we have good I, I really do. I think yeah. we're doing okay. Therapy um, won't be super expensive. Therapy just won't be like, expensive. should I also write a CPS report? <laughs> 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 for sure um i think it's super important and i think that it's super important that people um in general go to therapy oh yeah if i had gone to therapy uh, when the max thing happened i probably it would have changed a lot of relationships in my life oh yeah we'll have to do a whole episode on therapy right maybe we'll find a therapist who will come on our podcast but then he doesn't charge us for, <laughs> for therapy <laughs> No, he'll just use this as a case study. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would definitely say, you know, if you're struggling with a friendship because you don't know what line you want to be on, make that choice. Don't mm -hmm. muddy the waters. I mean, it's a difficult thing to say. And then It is a difficult thing to say. Yeah. Be honest with what it is you actually want. Yeah. Both both as, as for yourself and for the future of the relationship. Right. Whether it's friendship. Yeah. Whether it changes. Because you do fall in love with your best friend. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, what I'm trying to say, like... You have to know where the end of that friendship love is and the beginning of whatever relationship love you might have. Right, like, what is. a wonderful thing to fall in love with your best friend. Yeah. Where's that line, though? Right, right. 
Yeah, it's just, a, it's one of those subjects you, it's never gonna have a clear line on it. Don't be an asshole, don't be a hoe, don't lead someone on, be honest with your friends. So anyways, we really hope you enjoyed this and hopefully you learned anything. If you guys have any comments or conversations or stories, I mean, we'd love to hear things that have happened to you and, and how you handled it. Feel free to uh, email us at growingup30pc at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at growingup30 underscore podcast. Uh, we're also on Google Play. Is it Google Play? We are, We yes, we are uploading podcasts to Google Play. Uh, Google Google Podcast. Google Podcast. Um, okay. I don't know if people can actually reach us on there, uh, but they do have. We do have our Facebook page. Yes. That's Billy N. Uh, letter N. Billy N. James got pictures of us. Not that they'll know what we look like. Just no, but our, like our podcast. What's that? Not clip art. What's that called? The title card. Right. That's you know right there <laughs> up center. It says Billy. You know. It says Billy N. James. Yeah. So I mean, it's pretty simple. We're playing, yeah, we're Podbean, Spotify, Podbean. Google Podcasts, and then we're working on the Apple Store. Yes, yeah, whenever our thing clears. Right. Check us out if you guys have any comments. We'd really love to hear um, what you had to say. Or and even if you think we're full of shit. Oh, God, yeah, talk shit. We love those. Please do. We totally can have one of those episodes where we, like, just respond. Oh, we'll just read them out loud. Right. Just, like, oh, like, we could just play a skit, like. Oh, that'd be so great. Oh, uh, yeah, like, you're Billy and James and I'm so-and-so. Like, yeah. anonymous. Like, anonymous. Anonymous writes, go die. And then Billy and James respond. I've been trying forever. It's not working well. <laughs> Do you have any tips? <laughs> Check out our next our next episode. What is our next episode? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. This is Growing Up 30. Our next upload will be on February 27th. So we will talk to you then. Outtakes. 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 Nah, fuck. I mean, I really have to stop saying I mean. <laughs> I really have to stop saying I mean. And you know. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> really, I... What? <laughs> 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 it, it's definitely heartbroken and yeah. I, I don't think I I honestly do not I, I can honestly say not I can honestly say that <laughs> I even at one point in time he came back and he was like yeah you know I'm in love with you and I was like no you're not and he's like okay yeah I'm not you're right like <laughs> I'm just lonely you know I do have a friend I'm eight years old we we're, we're friends since we we're eight years old you right. know and, and we still chat we you know go camping together and stuff like that oh, nice. do you oh. this is <laughs> <laughs>